Welcome, everyone. Today's a good day. You know why? Because we're recording. Welcome to episode number 15. One five. I'm Trev. And with me, as always, is Bosch. What's up, Bosch? Hi. How are you today? Hi. How are you? <laughs> Fucking bored. That's how you sound, man. <laughs> I doubt it. I am bored at... A high five. Uh, <laughs> oh, I That's a great movie. Did you watch the new, the new one? No, I did not watch the new one yet. I haven't watched the new one. <clears throat> it's on Prime, so. Okay. And you have a lot of time on your hands lately because you're injured. My injury, yeah. I am on the shelf for till uh, sun, my Sunday night. Sunday Damn night. ankle. No uh, skating tomorrow at TNC? I can't. I can't go skating. I can't do nothing. What is a doctor? Someone going to rat you out to the doctor if they see you? Yep. Just do it, man. Couldn't be in a whim. <laughs> I like my job and pension at the, at the right now. I like my employment. I like my full time truck. The foot is a long way from the heart, <laughs> bud. No heart. Oh Jesus! Listen to this. You probably can get in big trouble if you get caught, right? If oh yeah, I'll get in big trouble. Like fired and probably get written up and fired. Would they take away your pension? Yes, yeah, so as soon as you leave, as soon as you uh, get terminated from employment. Yep. Really? Yeah. Should they? Well, I mean, it would stop as of September twenty seventh. Oh, or but whatever. But do you get it though, or? No, I got. I got to wait till I'm sixty five to get a to get it fully. Oh, so a couple of years then. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Uh, just you'll you'll be jealous. I'll 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 be retired way before you though. No, I'm gonna win Lotto Max and I'll retire. No, I'm gonna win. You'll I'm gonna win. I'll win tomorrow, and you'll still be working. <laughs> you asshole! <laughs> I'll pay off your truck. Okay, great. Then I'll smash it up. Okay. <laughs> I'll help your credit though. Oh what? Yeah. <laughs> You won't need a cosigner no more. You got good credit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, our guest for episode 15 is... Uh... <laughs> uh, <you done>? Hi. <laughs> hi. <laughs> our guest for the show, you guys asked if we could bring him back. So we listened to you guys because you guys helped make the show happen so we mm -hmm. brought back uh mr harry york yes harry was uh was awesome on the first show so yes why was. not bring it back right bring it yep. back bring him back so bring it back <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah thanks to harry for thinking we're cool and to uh agreeing that uh to come back on the show so yeah it's gonna be another good one it can't wait be. for his stories He's got good stories. Yeah. Ever watched that one episode on Seinfeld where Kramer sells his stories and he can't tell stories? Uh, you know what? I've, there's no? 10 seasons. It's just, it's just blend season after season, episode after episode. It's such a stupid fucking show. It's, a, oh, but it's, it's so funny. Show, man. It's hilarious. It's just these guys are so dumb. They make he's, it work so much. Okay. He sold his stories. His, the rights of those stories to a publisher and he was standing around to a in a bar and he was trying to tell stories and the publisher was right beside him and he 
he was uh, giving Kramer the nod that he wasn't allowed to tell the story <laughs> because he didn't own them no more. Oh, jeez! Great episode. I love Seinfeld. Do you ever see the one where uh, where he he goes on strike? Yeah, <laughs> he's outside that bagel store. Oh, no bagel, no bagel, no bagel, no bagel, no bagel. <laughs> he's just he sabotages it for steam. Yeah, it's, it's it's funny. Imagine if you're friends with a guy like Kramer. How funny that'd be. Oh yeah. But then again, he'd always be coming in in and out of your house. <laughs> It's pretty much like a res cousin. Yeah. Boring. Just opens up your fridge and complains that you don't have this and that. And just and comes over and stays over whenever he wants. And for a long <laughs> period of time. Yeah. I'm sure we all have, a, we all have a buddy like that. Oh yeah. Growing up. <clears throat> Growing up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Holy. What are you doing? Are you okay? No, I got, uh, I got shaking big in my throat. <laughs> Choking on your beard. <laughs> Choking on my beard. That's what, you, that's what you had for your supper? Shake and bake? Shake and bake chicken. Yeah, chicken breast. Coated in southern fried uh, shake and bake. Pretty good. So you breaded it in breadcrumb and you fried it in the frying pan? No, 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 no. That's the seasoning. It's called southern fried chicken. Chicken shake and bake. But how did you cook it, though? Did you bake you it? Baked it. Oh, coated okay. it and then baked it. For like 35 minutes, 40 minutes, can't remember exactly. Medium rare? You can't eat uh, <laughs> chicken medium rare. I'm just testing you. <laughs> okay, what was I saying? Okay, because of the week, because of the week for episode 15, is Mr. Shane Forsner from Fort St. James, BC. Yeah. So, thanks, Shane, for being a, lis- a listener. Well, <laughs> I don't know what the hell I was going to say. Yeah. Thanks for being a fan of the show, man. It's good to see that we're we're getting people from from BC all and all BC. over. So yeah. I had to Google where Fort St. James was because I had no idea. It's you by Prince know. George. You didn't know oh. either. I oh yeah, I didn't. I know where Prince George is, so <laughs> everybody knows where Prince George. He sent me a beauty of a pick too for I, our I saw that. Wick. Yeah, that was sick. Eh? That's a sick bucket, man. That's a that's, that's awesome. <laughs> And he, he must be an Oilers fan because he has Oilers colors, right? He must be. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Poor guy. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, jeez. Oh, so thanks. Thanks, Shane, for uh, reaching out. And if you want to be because of the week, shoot us a message and bam, we'll make it work. We'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. Yep. Just don't be an Oilers fan. Oh, easy. Okay. Shout outs. Do you have any... Uh, Shout out this week. No, I don't. You got no more friends? I got no more friends. No more buddies. No more buddies. Okay, I got one. Okay, good. He's a former cousin of the week from not be Ontario. LT. No, not LT. Okay, good. Let's not mention LT. <laughs> former cousin of the week, Mr. Tannen Sutherland from Cochrane. I guess Tannen hurt his leg, so um, hope he heals up and he's back on the ice in no time because you don't want to see a young fella like that not no. wanting, not skating and not playing because of an injury. So Tannen, we're thinking of you, so heal up and yep. hope you're heal on the quickly, ice. Bud. Yeah, heal quickly and hope you're on the ice soon. So that's it for shout-outs. Speaking of injuries and uh, leg injuries, you see who got hurt in Vancouver? 
Oh yeah, Brady Keeper. Oh, yeah, I got stretchered off. That's not good at this early of the game, this early yeah. of the season. Broken leg. <clears throat> oh, it was like I gross. wonder. I wonder if he'll have to have surgery. Probably. Hmm. He was carried off on a stretcher. That's, yeah, he's, that he's wasn't nice. Off. Yeah. No. He'll be gone for a while. Yeah, I can't remember if it's a preseason game or just prior scrimmage. They were just scrimmaging. Oh. Like a team scrimmage. So hopefully he heals up properly. Mm-hmm. It's one thing you don't want to rush. No. Take it from me, listeners. You don't want to rush leg and lower body injuries. Did you break your leg before? I broke broke my ankle twice. It sucks. It's a horrible, horrible like feeling. The same ankle or the same ankle. Ouch. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It is it's bad. pretty weak now. Yeah. You got weak ankles when you skate. <laughs> Benders. We got a bender in the house. We got an ankle bender, yeah. Just one of them though. Well, that's why you use a lot of string art tape on your ankles. Yeah, see? It just cuts off the circulation. <laughs> oh, no, I like to think that it, it uh, compresses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holds blood circulation there. Oh, quiet. He's drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Can you make that sound again, Bush? Uh, Make that sound again you made last week. Just get, give me. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Just, I can't do it on command. Yeah, you can. No, I can't. Be a faker. No. Okay. I ain't, yeah. no, I ain't no poser. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's uh, discuss. We got the following players attending NHL training camps. Okay, let's go through. Carolina okay. Hurricanes, there's Seth Jarvis, Ethan Bear, Bear. Dallas Stars, we got Connor, Connor got Roulette. Connor. Yep. Florida, we got Brandon Montour and Justin Notchbar. He uh Justin attended the, the rookie camp and had a really good camp and got invited to the main camp. LA, we have Brent Brett Highland. Minnesota Wild, we got Connor Duar and mm-hmm. Kalen Addison. Montreal, you, well, you got Price and Michael oh, McNevin. Did you see the, the Maple Leafs game on Saturday? No, I did not. I purposely missed it. Thank you, because the Leafs won. So please don't watch oh. Leafs games this year because you'll jinx us. I mean, oh, not okay. us, but them. Wow. Mike, Michael had the... The puck and he coughed it up. He passed it right to the least player, and the least player had a wide open net. I've done that before. Something, yeah, something you would do on D. Yeah, I coughed it up yeah. a couple times in my career. Couple, he goes. Sorry, Jack. Okay, <laughs> for the Sharks, we have Gannon LaRock. He was just drafted in the previous draft. Max McHugh, Brinson, Pasek. Pasiknuk, I should practice these names. Yeah. Tampa Bay, there's Jaden Derue. Vancouver, there's Hamannick, Keeper. Vegas, you got White Cloud, Caps, yep. you got Oshi, Garrett Pilon, and Garen Bjorklund. Man, I only bustered one name, so it's not too bad. You know, you, yeah, you're you right. practice, I guess, eh? Yeah, you should. How much you freaking start naming these names? Give me a list. 
<laughs> you just tell me these things like before we go uh before we start recording i'm like oh yeah i don't know these names so i'm just kind of <laughs> nodding my head and then i and then i really uh mm-hmm. like that yeah so yeah it's good to, good to see you. there's one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen sixteen seventeen eighteen nineteen twenty players who are first nations metis and inuit so it's good to see yeah Barriers being broken. I love it. And the good thing is, like, the oldest player here is Price. And so it's all young players That's that are good. coming up the ranks. It's good mm-hmm. to see. <laughs> <laughs> so the most is Washington and San Jose with three players each. Mm-hmm. TJ. TJ Oshi. He's mm-hmm. getting, he must be in this 30s now, eh? Maybe mm, offhand, I'm going to guess early, late 20, late 20s, hmm. early 30s. I don't know for sure. Without using the Google machine right now, I, I'm not going to do that. Actually, I will. Ethan Bear, Ethan Bear, Carolina. They will be in Winnipeg December 9th, December 9th against yep. the Jets. It's a Tuesday night. Yeah, that's a crappy night, though. I don't like the Tuesday night games. Because I got to work. Oh, sorry, that, that's a Thursday night. That's a Thursday night? December 9th, yeah. I thought hmm. I booked the 10th off. Are you going to go to that? I'm going to try. <clears throat> I don't know. Where Oilers jersey? Hang on a second. I gotta, oh. uh, don't be one of those guys that. Hey, Bixby, can you tell me how old TJ Oshi is? What'd you say? I'm not sure I understood that. Listen to mine. I got Siri. Hey, Siri. Bixby, can you tell me how old TJ Oshi is for the Washington Capitals? Hey, Siri. How old is TJ Oshi? TJ Oshi is 34 years old. Okay, I was way off. That's an Australian accent. <laughs> I got a British accent. That's probably why she doesn't understand. Yeah, she doesn't understand you. <laughs> Australian's cooler, man. Yeah, I know. I don't have that option with Big Speed, though. Big Speed? Big Speed. Big Speed. B-I-X-B-Y. That's the uh, Android. Oh, yeah, that's a shitty version. Piss off. <laughs> that is just as good as Blackberry. Uh, yeah, you're right. Did you used to have a Blackberry back in the day? No, never. I did. Really? Yeah, I was a Blackberry. You were a Blackberry type of guy, eh? I was like yeah. keyboard. It was all right. It was just that little ball that was annoying. <laughs> little track ball. And, and the only game that they had on the Blackberry is that brick breaker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm an Apple guy now. I'm sure you, you are. Did you watch any football games this weekend? No, no, I did not. No, so you missed a good game. Not, not a big football guy right now. I just, I just can't get into it. Runs if it's wow. on, but I don't go out of my way to watch it. I haven't watched. I really haven't watched uh, fall out of football season since 1998 when uh, Gary Anderson blew a routine 30 yard field goal and and uh, put the Vikings out of contention for the Super Bowl. 
Oh, Vikings always sucked. But were you, oh, you were a Vikings fan? Well, because I went to school in Bemidji for a couple of years. I kind of got adopted into that Viking culture. Bush, went, the, yeah. Bush went, sorry, but Bush went to Bemidji for Bemidji seven years. Bemidji <laughs> C for seven years. <laughs> I got my first year psychology. <laughs> He's like Tommy Boy when uh, his buddy says, yeah, they're called doctors. When Tommy Boy tried to say, yeah, a lot of people <laughs> go to school for seven years. Yeah. Hmm. You're a Vikings fan. That's not cool, man. You just well, put down a couple couple cool points in my book. Okay. But you should have watched that Green Bay Packers game last night. Yeah. Okay. Here we good. go. I knew you were going to say that. I had a good I'm sure. Good start yeah, of the week when your okay. team wins. Whatever. They'll win the, they'll win the Super Bowl. Mark my words. <laughs> when you get a haircut. I was hoping to go to the draft tournament in October because there's because there's a good hockey theme, but I don't think I'll be able to do that. Got <laughs> the borders closed still. So. Oh, you can go across. This user can go across. It's there's so many different just, things I hear about people going coming back across. No, now it has to do with the matter of vacation because I work I work Wednesday night, Thursday night. So that means I'd have to stay up all day Friday and drive. You don't, you wouldn't drive. I'd mm-hmm. drive. Oh. Yeah, but then we'd have to leave Thursday, right? Because I, I don't want to, I don't want to leave at seven in the morning, seven thirty in the morning, and then get to um, Blaine at five, five in the afternoon just in time for the draft. Yeah, that's not fun. No. Because you got to stop at Walmart and go shopping, Target. Target. Yep. And what else? Buffalo Wild Bills or what Wild Wings? I already had my Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, thank you for that. that you didn't so really good. have to bring that up again. I think I still have pictures. I'll take you to pictures. Oh, Jesus. <clears throat> <clears throat> Should we uh, <clears throat> go to our interview with Mr. Harry York? Hey, Rez Hoggy. Yes, let's you guys talk to Mr. Him. York again. You guys want so, uh, to come back on the show? So we'll be we, right uh, back after back these the messages. Welcome to the show, yeah. Harry. Okay, we'll be right back. Thanks, guys, for having okay, me. Yeah, Excited to be back. Okay, see you guys. We got yeah, a lot see of you messages from, okay. from people see asking. Yeah. Who oh, is this guy? guy? Yeah. <laughs> we have to get a whole TV set. We'll have to just do it three of us all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we should, but yeah. Yeah. a lot of people were walking, like, in Kenora would come up to me. He's like, we loved your last episode. This Harry guy is hilarious. <laughs> and it was from people that I was surprised who watched the sh- listen to the show, but it was it was good to see though. Everyone yeah. everyone loves you. <laughs> I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, 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 no, I know. I shared it on my Facebook and everyone said, Oh, I love the stories. Got the gift of gab. Yeah. Gift of gab. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh last episode, I wanted to bring this question up but we never we ran out of time what did you think of brett hall during the the st louis blues uh cup final a couple years ago like he was out sitting in the stands just drinking beers and the cup parade what did you think of that he was pretty unabridged that's what (laughs) well if if you knew brett he he was his own man like honestly like brett was his own dude like he just did what he wanted to do and it was just yeah he just he again like and it was so awkward being around him because he would say stuff and you're like 
what like what like <laughs> just not selfish things but just really forward thinking i'm gonna say right because he was just his own man like he did it his way and if you didn't if you were a coach or anyone and you didn't get along with him he didn't give a shit like he was like <laughs> screw off you know funny story he uh he decides that he's gonna buy wayne gretzky's ferrari gretzky had gretzky had bought this ferrari mondial it was a beautiful car. It was it was Janet, Janet's, I think, or some of that. But Janet had ran over a manhole <laughs> cover in L.A. So they sent it out, and things ran like ass. Here, the frame was bent in it because <laughs> she had ran over this thing. And he, I don't know how much he paid for it, but freaking, he had to send it back because the car was written off. So it was just, it just like Brett was the the guy. Like I, I, me and Jamie McLennan, we, I bought. Um, Brett Hall's Viper from him. And uh, we always kind of laughed about it because Jamie's, Jamie's not native or Aboriginal at all. Like, but he's really dark complexion, like a lot darker than I am. And uh, we go and get this Viper from Brett. <laughs> We're driving down the road in St. Louis. And all we could think about is like, Brett probably called the cops on us and saying how two native guys stole his Viper. <laughs> pretty funny, pretty funny. But, you know, like, again, he wouldn't have a problem at all with having a fight with Mike or having a fight with Joel. Like, if he believed in something, like, he believed it. You weren't going to change his mind. Like, you know, he was just his own man. And, you know, that's just the way he was. When you guys practiced, did you block any of his shots? No, because Brett, Brett was probably one of the, one of the most um, influential guys, like, he would really sit down and explain why his stick was the way it was. Like, I'm not lying. Like his stick looked like a nine iron. Like, it, and then he would shave it. <laughs> he would shave the toe off it. So he would always say, this is how I shoot. And he would show you, right. How he shot, like he shot underneath him. He pulled the puck underneath him. And he said, that way I can change the angle in front of me. And the goalie can't pick it up instead of shooting beside me. It's a lot like Austin Matthews shoots, but yeah. Brett was more, Brett mm-hmm. was more on top of the puck. But Brett also used an, an, an 85 flex. Like the stick was just mm-hmm. like a bow, like, you know, <laughs> and, but he was like, you know, no one else would sit down with you and say why they were the best. Like, you know, or they, he, he would sit down with you and, or he'd, or he'd look at your stick and say, that's, that's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so he was the first guy that actually, I, I used a, uh, 90 50 Sherwood and it was just a tank. Like it was a two by four and, uh, it was like a hundred flex or something like that. And he got me to go to a Easton Z bubble 95 flex. And, uh, it did help. It did help my shot a lot. Like it was funny. Okay. I guess I'll ask. So, so you put a number of teams. <laughs> just kind of uh, just thinking about Brett Hall's uh, slap shot in 1996 against Team Canada, but we'll go there later. But best, yeah, yeah, you've probably played it with some uh, good buddies on your teams. Do any stick out that you want to mention that best buzz as far as pranks, as far as uh, <laughs> parties, uh, stories? Well, some of them, I'm some just of them are. There's some of them are, you know, I can't divulge too much information. I gotta really watch <laughs> my time. Um, but like Jimmy Campbell, like the year we came in, it was me and this Jimmy Campbell. And uh, I think Jimmy won rookie of the month in November and I won rookie of the month in, in December. 
I can't remember, but I, I have this article at home and uh, I was leading rookie of the year in scoring. And uh, I had, I think I had 20 points in the first 30 games and uh, Jerome McGinley was behind me, like Jerome McGinley, hall of famer. Right. And we were just on fire, me and Jimmy, like we were like, you know, top two lines on our team and we were just scoring and putting up numbers. Like at one, I think I got eight, I think I had eight points in eight games. I had five goals in five games straight. Like we were just on fire. And uh, he just was, we were roommates. We lived together, you know, and all that stuff, but just an awful snore, like awful, <laughs> like, like awful. Like I remember I'd have to get up in the middle of the night. Cause I'm such a quiet sleeper. And I remember just taking my pillowcase and just beating the shit out of this kid. Like shut <laughs> up, <laughs> you know, but no, it's just, you know, like Joe Murphy was a really good friend of mine. Like uh, Joe would always ride with me to the airport, you know, cause he lived just uh, two blocks away. Um, you know, just those guys, like, you know, Pavel Dimitri, I remember going with Pavel when he bought his first Corvette and we were cruising back home and he was listening to the backstreet boys. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Pav, turn it down a bit, buddy. We're going to be like labeled as like, yeah. <laughs> But, uh, you know, there's so many stories like that, right? Like, like they're just, you know, you make friends so fast. Like Craig Conroy, he came and lived with me because he, he, we had just called him up and he was living with me in, the, in my house in St. Louis for a while. Like, you know, there's just a million guys like that. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of today's game? Um, it's totally different compared to when you played and, like when I played junior and when I played, it's kind of, it's annoying. I can, I think that's the nicest word I can say of what I think of today's game. What do you well, think? Of I, it? I think some of that stuff is good, but some of it's bad. Like this, like if I can hold your stick down, how's that hooking? Yeah. That means you, you should get your ass in the gym. Like, or if I can lift your stick, how's that slashing? Like I get the things up on the hands and I get that we have to make the game faster. I, I played in a, I played in an era where we were obstructing like crazy, like, but you know what? We didn't get a lot of injuries, you know? And you know what you laid it. If you laid a guy out, rarely did you have to fight? Rarely. We had guys on the team that would take care of that stuff. Rarely. Like I remember hitting lots of people and having some pretty good hits. Never did I ever have or have to stand up for myself. Cause I, I played on one time I played on the line with Tony twist and Kelly chase. <laughs> and I remember we were in the scrum and it was Guy Carbono. <laughs> and I felt bad for Guy and I was just punching, like pushing Guy in the face and my face washing. And he says to me, he goes, yeah, you're real tough with those two meatballs. <laughs> and I'm like, today I am. Today I am. Uh, but today's game is so much faster, but the equipment's so much better, like today's sticks and everything. But I think they could tone back a little bit on the sticks. And like, if I'm stronger than you, that sucks. Sucks to be you. But I don't think that should be a penalty if I'm catching you from behind and I can lift your stick up. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. like I, I, I get the slashing calls and they, they break your stick. I get that one. But I don't get the others, half the other calls. You mentioned uh, Tony Twist. How strong was he <laughs> so there's a test that we have to do i think it's two so it's two plates so it's 225 i think and you have to bench that as many times you can and uh 
you know, if you could get 20, if you get 25, you were good. Tony would knock 60 out easy. And I remember the first year I wasn't that strong. <laughs> I remember I, I maybe would get 18 of this 225. So I, during the year, I wanted to train myself to get better at this. I remember Tony came on coming over and curling it more times almost than I was benching it. <laughs> like, like the guy was a beast. Like he was just a beast. Like, and you know, what was scary about it is like most of the time he was a really happy go lucky guy. But if we were playing someone that he knew we, he had to fight, it was quiet. He, it was like the calm before the storm. It was just like, he was like getting in the zone and it was just like, something's going to get killed tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and you generally felt bad for some of these guys. Like I remember watching, I can't remember it was, I think it was, it was maybe Don Bashir. Don Bashir grabbed Bob Probert and it, it was at the end of Bob Probert's career. And I remember Donald beat him up pretty good. And uh, I actually remember feeling sorry for Bob Probert. Cause I was like, it just seemed like your, you know, your your time has passed, and and it's such an awful way of, to learn to have a living, right? Yeah. But again, these guys are they're warriors. Like you know, you watch that Ice Guardians on TV, and Kelly yeah. Chase is actually crying at the end and saying that he'd do it all over again, right? Like they are the epitome of your heart and soul on a hockey team, almost. Did he ever give you any uh, fighting advice? advice because i know you got into one fight i looked it up it was Bro. a hockey fight and you fought renee corbert yeah, renee Colorado. And, uh, you know like hey like when i was in the east coast i had some great fights great fights against like i, I think i fought birmingham bulls like three times uh, jerome bouchard brad prefontaine like tough dudes like i wasn't a fighter in hockey at all but i could hold my own because I was, I was a big guy i got a pretty big wingspan and um no, and uh, we were playing Colorado, and I don't know what the hell Rennie Corbet was thinking. Like, he came after me, and I have a picture downstairs of, of me on top of him. And, of course, I had the long hair, and I was just on top of him, and I was giving it to him. But Twister didn't ever have to, you know, it's on time. We, we, we'd wrestle. Like, you know, kids, like, they don't do that. Like, we used to play fight, pull each other's jerseys over their heads or whatever like that, and you know. and But, no, he – he, he'd play around a little bit, but he, he was hard to hang on to. Like he's 250 pounds. Like he'd probably throw me over the boards and I was a big dude. Right. <laughs> like, you know, so he would come over one time in practice and he'd say, you know what, Harry, I think I could punch you and you'd clear right over the boards. I'm like, nah, <laughs> Let's say we did it another time, Tony, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, good, super good guy. St. Louis loved him. I, I remember going down, down one time with tony and it was i think it was like i think it was called east st louis it was along the water and i remember us going by this pool place i remember this girl like put her boobs right up against the glass tony i love you (laughs) (laughs) she he was just uh, everyone loved tony it was crazy how much people loved the guy good okay so when, when, whenever me and Trevor go uh, touring of our uh, old-timers leagues, <laughs> uh, there's certain pubs that we like to hit up. Now, was there in any city, any pub, anywhere that really oh, makes sense? Oh, come on. You, yeah. got, you guys should just, know just the one. one story. It's, <laughs> it's, it's the Roxy in Vancouver. 
some reason, the Roxy, I don't know if it's still there, but there'd be three hockey teams in the Roxy. They'd be the team that we just played, the team that's coming in, and the Canucks. And there, it would just be wall to wall people. It was oh. probably one of the coolest bars, live band. It was right on Granville Street. It was just awesome bar, like awesome. I, I love play that place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I only lived like three blocks from there. I remember me and Mess, I think I told you guys last time, like we drank like three tequila, like 10 tequilas each there. And I had to pretty much pour Mess into a cab outside. <laughs> <laughs> He, Holy. He, he did take two girls home with him, though, too, though, so it's, you never know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are the good days. Like, we always had fun. Like, we always, you know, St. Louis was always fun because St. Louis was um, half Illinois, half Missouri. So the bars in St. Louis closed at one. And then you just got on a cab and drove across the bridge and all the strip joints and bars on the other side were open to five. I remember coming home when there's light was coming up the sun was coming up lots of times right but you know that that was one thing that i you know it's it's kind of a reprieve because you know you lead like people you know it's a it's people love the idea that NHL life is an awesome lifestyle it is a grind man like you're given a piece of paper every day and you're told to be here to wear that do this and you're watching what you're eating, you know, you're barely spending time with your kids and stuff. So when you get time to get to go out, it's fun. It's definitely fun. But the two best days are always payday. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, funny story, you had this Jamie McLennan on our team and he was such a funny dude. He'd come in with a hockey mask on payday and he'd like, stick them up, boys. I'm making a million bucks today. <laughs> <laughs> And he said, you guys can hit me in the neck anywhere you want. I am robbing this team line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty funny stuff. Yeah, Jamie's a good guy. I asked him to be on the show, and he said he will. So I would love to have Jamie on the show. And Jamie is awesome. He's a good guy. Noodles. Yeah, he's he's a good guy. Tell him, ask him if he, if he learned how to drive. He's one of the worst drivers I've ever driven with in my life. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> So, of all the cities that you played in, minor league or in the show, which one was your, like, the one favorite place is like, wow, I love, I love this city. I love the arena, the atmosphere, like the food and just the atmosphere of the town or city. Oh, that's a tough one because St. Louis will always be, always be like, you know, the next best. I, you know, it's where I, where I started my career and, shit they even had a bar down the street called harry's you know <laughs> so so it was it was awesome but man you can't be playing in in your you know your home country in canada and vancouver like it, it just i loved vancouver i loved walking around vancouver like you never drove anywhere you just it just and the atmosphere like i remember coming out of my apartment seeing the clouds and the mountains in the distance and walking across the street and down the block i'm at the rink you know like it was just it was such a good town to be and um yeah it's just fun to play in canada it just means more i don't know why but it just does how was it playing that maple leaf gardens ah so i got to play in both ways i got to play <laughs> in the old one so the old i couldn't believe that like the old one like it's crazy like they're walking right behind you like 
Like we, I remember Mike Keenan just grumbling underneath his breath because he'd have to move out of the way for the people to walk right behind you. Mm. Someone's walking like you're touching Brett Hall. You're walking, you're spilling your coffees on him and stuff. And <laughs> then you got to go up to your seat. Like it's crazy. It was just mind boggling. Like I'm like, this is crazy. Re- I shouldn't tell you the story and I don't want to get anyone in trouble. But, <laughs> but this, this is my memory of Maple Leaf Gardens. We go into Maple Leaf Gardens and um, I think I think I had scored. Yeah, I scored this really good goal. Like it, it was at the end of the game and and uh, I scored this goal and the goalie Felix was out of the net and I shot in the kind of open net and we go in and Mike was really mad. Like Mike was really pissed off and you could hear him coming down the hallway behind us and we're back where the Zamboni is. And then we'd go through this real skinny hallway and we'd have our sticks on both sides. And then we'd go into this room. And so he, everyone's shuffling in and he's like screaming, everyone sit down, he's, you know, and uh, he grabs one of these sticks and uh, he gets through the doorway and he's going to turn around and smash a stick, you know, well, the trainer was walking in the door, catches the trainer right in the shit. Oh, <laughs> you didn't know how to take the guy serious but freaking looked like it was painful but you know like just stuff like that it just you look back now and laugh on it but at that moment it was pretty freaking scary <laughs> <laughs> but no maple leaf gardens were awesome like i any of those old rinks like i got to play in um in montreal and roller, roller hockey and i got to play in chicago you know so i got to play in the buffalo odd like you know the rexall like it it, it those old stadiums, like, I don't know what was so awesome about the acoustics or maybe the acoustics were crappy, but it felt like the crowd was right there. Like, you know, and you go to like a new stadium, like even the saddle dome, you don't, you don't hear people. Like you don't hear the people. Like, I think maybe it's built so that the people can hear the play, but you can't hear the people. It kind of makes for a dull game. I, I, I always like to be a performer. I don't know why, but that I felt like I was a performer when I played on the ice. I felt like I needed to perform for the fans and I enjoyed that. Whereas I didn't like to play just in a quiet building. I don't know how the guys did it with COVID. Like it, it just, I couldn't play in a rink that was empty. Like that would be crazy. When you did your pregame skate, did you uh, wear a bucket or no bucket? No bucket, no bucket, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no bucket. Pregame skate. We're in, um, this is before like nets and maybe, uh, maybe I'll get charged or something like after I say this. <laughs> and we we're playing, we we're playing in Detroit and there was this guy coming down the, 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 the aisle behind the net. And I, and I just remember this guy because he had this bright pink hat. Remember like they're at pink hats and they kind of tie dye yeah. hat and he's holding the hand, his hands of his little kids <laughs> and i took a slap shot and it went off the crossbar and it hit this this guy in the head and knocked his hat right off and he kind of fell and kind of slipped down the stairs a bit and i just i i quickly bucked it and went off the ice (laughs) and Lo and behold, like we're sitting there in the dressing room and Al McKinnis says to me, Yorkie, you got to go give that guy a stick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know what? It's, it's, it was a different time. Like we didn't have nets around, like pucks were flying everywhere. I'm surprised more players didn't get hurt because we all didn't have buckets on, you know, like when I think about that now and think like how stupid, how stupid of a, of a 
insurance for a comp for a business, right? Like, yeah. You know, I did hit Gretzky in the back of the legs during warm up one time, and he wasn't very happy with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you do, eh? You played with Craig McTavish, and he was the last guy to not wear a helmet. No like, how was it playing with him? Like watching him on the bench is like, were you worried or? Like, like this guy's crazy for not wearing a helmet. <laughs> you know, Mac T was a uh, Mac T has always been good to me. Um, you know, like yeah, my first days, I think I roomed with Mac T a couple couple games, couple weeks there, and uh, he invited us. Like we were all young, he invited us over to for Thanksgiving in the states, and and got he was in New York as well when I was in New York, and he just was always a good guy. And he never ever thought about it. Maybe because I watched Mac T as an Oilers fan. Yeah, I just never thought about it. that. Was just Mac T, no helmet. Mac T, you know, like so. I remember he went after Konstantinov uh, in Detroit, <laughs> and it was odd. I have a video of it. And it's odd to see now when you think of it. My son's like, he's got no helmet on that. And I'm like, yeah, that's how they rolled back in those days. I guess I'm not sure, but no, like he, he was just. Mac T, like you always knew Mac T, I guess. I don't know. One last question. Who do you think is going to win the Stanley Cup this year? Oh, man. Predictions. I got to say the oil, no? <laughs> <laughs> Whether they suck or they're good, I'm going with the oil. <laughs> oh, no hey, man. Hey. I'll tell you a funny story. My first game in Edmonton and Mac T and we have, uh, there's like three minutes left. I was, I played pretty good. We were winning, I think, two or three, one. They had Chris Joseph, Curtis Joseph, and that Brett Hall had scored the goal. And that was the year that he said no to playing for Team Canada went to US. So the crowd was okay. going like crazy. I think there was about a minute, 30 seconds left. And they got Peter Zazzle out for the draw. And this is the kind of guy Mike Keenan was. And uh, I remember not won the draw and fears he made a big save and there's a timeout we called a timeout and zez comes down and mac t sitting beside me and mac t and zez are talking about the face off and and i remember just standing up i'm like zez i'm like don't don't beat him with like you know like just beat him with speed like don't try to tie him up like just beat him with speed and mike keenan must have heard this and he says comes down he goes do you think you can win it and i'm like I know I can win it. And he was like, all right, then go ahead. So here I'm taking Peter Zezeloff and Mac T, one of the best Hall of Famer, probably face-off guys of history, sitting on the bench. I go out and take this face-off against Jason Arnott. This is how, this is kind of how ballsy I was and how high naive I was. I just shot the fucker right down the ice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'll just beat him a speed. Drops a puck, I just shot it right between his legs down the ice. Two times in a row. But... That's just, I guess, being young, I guess you're just so naive. You're just so pumped that you're playing in NHL. You just don't even think about your surroundings or the consequences, I guess. Okay, one more question, I promise. Who's, yeah, your, favorite, right. uh, who's your favorite hockey player right now? Oh, man. You, you, you got to say McDavid. You can say that. No? You got to yeah, say it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's McDavid, dude. Like... I told you, like, hands down, hands down, like just the skill level and speed. And, you know, I don't, I don't think he, I don't think he's the best shooter. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. Like I think Matthews and there's guys like Ovechkin, like, I think they're just pure shooters, but man, like, like it's Yager said it, he goes, the guy gets two or three breakaways a game. 
Like yeah. when, who the hell gets two or three breakaways a game? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, like we used to, we tell our kids like, you know what, you're lucky in an NHL game. If you get 30 seconds with the puck, this guy gets a puck 30 seconds, probably a shift, you know, <laughs> like, you know, that that's, that's, it's just crazy. So you think about it, if he could finish, you know, I think Yarmie Yager said if he could finish a third of the breakaways that he's on, he could beat the, the 39, the 50 goals in 39 games. He could possibly do it, which would be wow, crazy yeah. in today's game, right? Yeah. yeah, but no, I love watching the guy. Like the guy is, does stuff with his speed. It's just like, oh my God, <laughs> this guy is, <laughs> he's just fast, right? And it's just so dynamic how he just can explode from zero to 60 and nothing, right? Yeah. Hey Trevor, do you remember that goal against Toronto Maple Leafs a couple of years ago? Oh. <laughs> that was a good goal. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, he dangled. What's his name? Riley. The step there, right? yeah. Yeah. Gave him the big look off and cut back. And that's what I mean. Like all of a sudden it was just bang. He was gone and it was like zero to 30 kilometers an hour, yeah. just like that, right? Kind and of like I, I, myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, like, and Riley is isn't no chump on D. Like that was a, a good, formidable, like good D that he McDavid just walked around with. Well, when you see guys like he he came down like in one game against Drew Doughty, and Drew Doughty like fell over, and like this guy is like this Drew Doughty's gonna be a Hall of Famer, maybe, but he's freaking right up there. Yeah, and he just made him look like nothing, like just like yeah, it it, it, it to me it was like a changing of the guard and how hockey is going to be played from now on. Like these kids now, like you watch videos of McDavid when he was 13 years old and what he does, like, like, you know, it's not, it's not like if you skate in the summer anymore, it's like, how much do you need? How much did you skate the summer as a 13 year old? Like, which is crazy. Right. Yeah. Like my, my kid gave me the big sigh last night because he had to work out twice this week with his hockey team. He's like, what? Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. And I'm like, dude, you could quit and save me four grand. <laughs> but no, it's just crazy. Like, and, and you watch kids now with that Pavel Barber and YouTube, like they're constantly studying the game and doing yeah. things with the puck. Like we never even thought about picking the puck up. Freaky, get your head took it off. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Or a vet, or a veteran would get all mad at you. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cut your toes off on your shoes or something. Like, you know. Yeah, it's totally different I, compared to when we were younger. Well, that's what's crazy is like, so my first training camp, I remember when the coaches tell me they didn't want me to hang around with some certain people, right? And and uh, so I kept it down low and stuff like that. And we were in Calgary and I don't know who it was, but we were obviously all out drinking. It was like six o'clock in the morning, <laughs> we're getting on the bus and, you know, I'm looking back at the hotel and there's girls bundling out of this freaking hotel and... <laughs> One of the veteran guys comes on the bench and his hair is like just everywhere. Like it looks like he didn't even comb it. Like it's like sticking up everywhere. He's got these big ray bands on. Like <laughs> he just looks completely gun still. And he gets to the front of the bus and Mike and all the coaches are up there. And he looks back, goes, Yorkie, did I lend you a thousand bucks last night? <laughs> <laughs> but I like, no, you didn't. Oh, I think I lost a thousand bucks last night. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, there's stuff like that that you just, honestly, I wake up sometimes. I wonder, like, if I actually played the game because it was just like, <laughs> it seemed so long ago, right? So, you know, but it was always, it was always good memories. That's awesome. 
Well, Harry, we uh, thank you again for coming thank on the so show. Much. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, appreciate it. It's always been fun, guys. So, um, I'm sure people will want you to be back on. <laughs> we'll discuss that <laughs> on a later date. But uh, yeah, thanks and take care, and we'll uh, talk to you again. All right, buddy. All, All right, right, thanks. Yeah. What's up, everyone? Welcome back. That was another great, 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 great session with Harry. That guy's a beauty, man. I, he's a good storyteller. And yeah, it's that's what we wanted this podcast to be just to have former players share their stories because everyone loves hearing a good hockey story. Right? Absolutely. So, thanks again, Harry, for being on the show. That was, that yeah. was funny. It's like Bush and I are just, we were just sitting here just laughing because yeah. <laughs> stories are so hilarious and mm-hmm. it's good for everyone to hear. I like the story, how he, how he thinks McDavid is like the best player. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Do you think Oilers are wasting his career though? Like he's six, yep. seven years in. And they seven haven't... years in. They should have been. They should... See, I thought they were going on the right track when they made the playoffs in 2017. It was the same year that, that they went the outdoor game in Winnipeg. I thought that was the year that they were going to start building up and up and up and up. And because they made the playoffs, they beat out, sorry, excuse me, they, they beat out San Jose in six games or five games. And then they took it to Anaheim in seven games and they lost. But I thought that was the year. They, I thought, you know what? They're going to lick their wounds on the playoffs and build from, build from that. But no, they've been two, two mediocre years after that. It's just like, oh, come on, man. Like he's good, he's great. I'd say probably another three years tops. You think and then so? People, yeah. And then uh, like Dry Saddle's gonna get old, older. Like he's not gonna be as effective. And then like I just think it, I just think they've wasted five, definitely five years of uh of his both, career. Like both careers, like Dry Saddles. Yeah, that guy's so good too. Like, what he's are you gonna just do? Just a horse on the puck. Like he people can't move him. Like they can't get the puck from him. He just keeps his legs going and going and going and good. Well, would you trade any of those players while you can get a lot of value out of them? Uh, what do you see? They're re, re, rebuilding. Like how many re's They're are you talking about triple, now with the triple others? rebuilding? Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, even he said so himself. He almost gave uh, the others an ultimatum said, this is it. Like, it's been our seventh year. Like we, this is the, the time is now. Cause Cause, he's, yeah. Cause Crosby has won cups. Yep. Same age. Same age. So Crosby, <coughs> Crosby, Malkin. Well, mind you, it, it did take Ovechkin 15 years to win a cup. Yeah. But do you <laughs> like, only want one cup out of the yeah, best player in the game? That's true. Yeah. You got a point there. A couple more years. I say two more years for Crosby, for Crosby, McDavid <laughs> before he's, he says, I want out. I want to go to a yeah. winning club. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I think the National Hockey League will support that. Yeah. Like, it's not just, like, you got to, like, I, I've said people, I've said, I've said this before, is saying there's nobody deserves to win a cup in their NHL career. But I think certain players do deserve a better chance that others to win a cup, like playoff okay. contender. Okay, Mr. Uh, psychology over there. <laughs> Are you Dr. Phil? <laughs> Imagine if he goes back home to uh well not new markets outside Toronto, but he goes to Toronto because he wants to play close to home. I would that trade I, I would trade Marner for McD for McD. Of course, I know you would. Well, who wouldn't? 
I love Marner, but but yeah, a couple more years for McDavid to be in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. If they're not winning, go win somewhere else like Toronto. Toronto's on the verge of, of winning, on the verge of winning the cup. Easy. I disagree with Harry's uh choice of winning the cup. Yeah, of course you would. So sorry, Harry. I disagree. With <laughs> so okay. For this, uh, so anyways, anyways, episode 15, Res Hockey Top 5. We are going with the top five projected scores in this upcoming NHL season. Sound good? That sounds great. Okay. You'll like this list because you got two year players on there. Of course. So. Okay. Number five for the top five scoring leaders for the NHL upcoming season. I got Dreisaitl on number five. I got him. Yep. I would have him. He can score 50 he, goals. Like when McDavid got hurt that one year, he yep. took over. and He took over. He, he was still singles. scoring top notch. Yeah. He has a really long blade, though, eh? He uh, his stick. Yeah. That's weird to play you, with. You probably should have worded that differently. No. <laughs> Sick people will think shit. He has a big... What did I say? He has a, a, a big <laughs> stick? What? I totally forgot what I just said. You, <laughs> what did I say? You can go back and edit it out later. So he has a big curve or a big stick or you a long. He has a, you said he has a big blade, and then oh. you used to say you should look at a stick. Oh my god! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, so we're off topic. Anyways, number five, Drysdale. Number four is uh, number thirty-four for the blue and white, Austin Matthews. Of course, you'd pick that, but oh. you have every right to pick that because he's he's still like he's he's a legit good player. Like he's he's, he's got get, skill. He's, he's going to get fifty this year, man. I think I think he'll get fifty goals, fifty. Because he almost he would have got fifty last year if the season wasn't so short. Not a lot of players would have got something last year if the season wasn't so short. But but he got over forty though. Yeah, in a shortened season. So that's true. And he cut, the, yeah, he'll get. He'll get around 90, 90-something 90 points. I'm going to I'm gonna make bold predictions, say uh, I'm gonna, he's going to surpass the century. Yeah, you think so? I think so. Well, he's pissed off. He wants to win. He, he wants to win too badly, so I think he's going to light it up a couple of games and, by himself. And the thing is, they will win. So It's, oh, it's, it's uh, a knock on wood, barring anything else. We're, we're, we're looking at a full season. So you figure 82 games. I don't think it's not unheard of for him to go over 100 points this year. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Okay, number three on our list is uh, Co- Colorado Avalanche, Nathan McKinnon. Nathan. Yeah. Nathan. Nathan. He's going to be Mc- McDavid's uh, winger in February. Yeah, for Team Canada. So yep. you think, yeah, McKinnon's just like McDavid. He's fast. He has yep. a better shot than McDavid. So I think he'll- he's got a better release, I think, quicker. Yeah. So he'll shoot the puck and so that's he'll get yeah hundred plus points because yeah. he's playing with good forwards too right so he has yeah people to back up on so Nathan McKinnon at number three number two is uh, Connor McDavid no he should no? be number one you think so anyways <laughs> Connor's just being Connor he'll get a lot of assists with a lot of goals and every, you know mm-hmm. the whole story with Connor he's does everything. everybody knows. He does yeah. everything right. Mm-hmm. Everything except win. <laughs> Just wait. If he gets 10 scoring titles in his career, would you trade all that for one Stanley Cup? I think I think everybody 
would trade that for one Stanley Cup. Yeah. Anybody would. Like all his heart trophies and all his yeah. MVPs. Absolutely. Yeah. Trade it for one cup. He's, even if he even even uh I bet you even if they get a gold medal and if they uh in and uh is it is it Beijing? Yeah. That's different though. Like yeah, it's, well, because they're because they're playing for the country. But I think they. What's more player, important uh, at this point of the game? Stanley Cup, I think. Yeah, unless you're European, and European see yeah. gold medals for Olympics, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So, anyways, enough with McDavid. <laughs> <laughs> Our number one projected goal scorer, who's going to win the Art Ross Trophy this year? Kucherov. Kucherov, you want a defenseman? He's not a defenseman. I know. <laughs> How can you not project someone who uh, advertises, who, has, who signed a deal with Bud Light? Bud Light. Signed with a better <laughs> beer, though. Well, what do you expect? He just won the cup. Nope. He, did, he, did, did you see that? Any, anything when, after When that. he was at the press conference... He had a Bud Light in front, but behind his name card, he had a Coors Light. I'm not saying, well, Coors Light is worse, but still. <laughs> he wasn't drinking Bud Light. He was out of Coors. Uh, Coors Banquet is pretty good, though. But Coors Banquet is a good one. It is good. but So, yeah, Kucherov, he dominated the playoffs. Hopefully, he's well, uh, did healthy. You, did, you, did you hear the latest internet meme with Kucherov in Tampa Bay? No. Uh, that's the one that uh, I hear he's going to have a year-long coronavirus uh, uh quarantine but he, but he'll be better for the for the playoffs for the salary cap <laughs> yeah that i wonder if how many teams will do that this year though right uh, but yeah top stars on injured reserve so it won't mm-hmm. count against the salary crap so yeah. but yeah kucherov he'll he'll score all those points he'll, again he'll score he's a he's just a phenomenal player world class do you compare him to like a datsuk they're two fellow Russians, so they're almost kind of same. But it seems like Datsuk. I'd, I'd say he has. He probably have the hands of Datsuk with the competitiveness of Zetterberg. I just because you watch Henrik, he was just mucking it up and everything. And they, I don't know, hard to describe. That's Zetterberg a, was a good defensive player, though. Kucherov's not so much. Mm-hmm. I'd compare it to Datsuk. Oh, of course, of course you no, would. No, but Datsuk was more. He won the. Didn't he win like the Frank Frank Selke trophy for best defensive forward though? I don't know. He was more. Use oh. the Google machine. Oh, use, use, you ask Siri. What do I ask? Hey Siri. Yes. Did Pavel Datsuk ever win an Olympic award? The... Hey man, I'm trying to see. I'm okay. I'll ask you. Go ask Siri. The regular season of NHL is scheduled to start October 12th, 2021, at 6:30 p.m. I didn't ask that, Siri. <laughs> Way off. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, that's our uh, Where's Hockey Top 5 list. Projected NHL scoring leaders for the 21-22 season. So, there you go. And if I'm correct, I will win $100. Okay, this next topic that we're going to talk about, it's kind of uh, a big subject. And it can get to a lot of heated discussions. You see it on commercials. Does pineapple belong on pizza? Bush, what's your answer? You know what? As a pizza connoisseur and a master craft. 
I'm going to say, uh, you know what? If you want pineapple on your on your pie, then put pineapple on your pie. That's not it belong does, though. It, I'm not saying it doesn't. I'm. You know what? Not uh, olives don't belong on pizza. But a fruit like pineapple belongs on pizza. Tomatoes a fruit. Oh yeah, but you don't. That's another thing. Tomatoes don't belong on a pizza. Tomato sauce. Tomato, oh, that's on. totally you different. Put, you tomato, put tomato on is It's a no, vegetable. Just kidding. <laughs> yes, you know what? I will go on the record right now. Controversy. You can unsubscribe or subscribe even more. Pineapple does belong on a pizza. Should you like it? And I'm going on the record as saying pineapple does not belong on pizza. That's gross. This is controversial topic, people. Like, share, and we should start a poll if we ever figure it out. <laughs> yeah, we should make a poll. I don't know how to make a poll. Well, you should do it. Well, I mean, I'll figure. Maybe uh, I'll sit down one night with you and do what? Type, type some stuff out. A poll, listeners. Pineapple does belong in pizza if you want it to be. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, September mm-hmm. 29th. That is this Thursday. Wednesday, you Is it Wednesday? Shit. Sorry. Thursday. Yeah. Wednesday. Wait a minute. Uh, yeah, Wednesday. Today's the 27th. 29th? Yeah, yeah. 29th. This is a Wednesday. Bush and I will be at the, uh, what's the MTS Center called now? It's not called, it's uh, Life Center? Is it called the Life Center? I don't know. It's, so, it's something goofy. Google it. Oh, hurry, go- hurry and Google it. <laughs> okay. Here we go. What is it? Um, Canada Life Center. Can, that's a kind of a boring name for a for an arena. Canada Life Center tickets. Yeah. What is it? Insurance company? Like what the hell? It's just this Canada Life Center. Anyways, keep going. Okay, I totally lost train of thought. But Bush and I will be at the game between the Winnipeg Jets and the Edmonton Oilers. Yep, we will. If true you story. see us, yeah, true story. If you see us at the game. Stop by and say hello. Say hi to mm-hmm. us. Uh, Bush will be charging picture ten dollars a picture or one beer, bucks. one beer per, per picture. So, get your fancy phones out and take a picture of Bush. Take your just fancy BlackBerry phones out. Your iPhone five and <laughs> get a picture with Bush. What kind of he wants uh, a Coors Light, Coors Banquet. Coors Banquet. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll be there. So if you're there at the game, just come say hi. Uh, we'll have a table set up by uh, Moxie's, and we'll be signing some autographs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> Bush will have eight by tens of his grade twelve high school photo. <laughs> yeah. In my my glorious haircut. <laughs> yes, his uh, awesome hair, his flow. Are you going to wear an Oilers jersey or your Red Hockey hoodie? Well, depends. On what? Depends how, how I'm feeling towards that day. Because. Well, I got, I, got, I got four jerseys to choose from. I might. Uh, can I wear a jersey? Absolutely. Because I, I don't have a jersey. I got four of them. Well, actually, I only got two of them because two, two are Ethan Bears. And he no longer plays for the Oilers anymore. As many of you are aware, he got traded to Carolina. The only thing that I find annoying when we go to hockey games is when someone wears a different jersey that the two that teams aren't playing. Yeah, it's kind of like, annoying. Should I wear a Leafs jersey? 
Oh, yeah, do it, because then I won't acknowledge you. Oh, that'd be embarrassing, <laughs> man. So September 29th, which is Wednesday, leaves, leaves. <laughs> the Jets and the Oilers <laughs> in Winnipeg at the true, what is it called? Canada Life Center. Canada Life. Come on. I'm just going to call it MTS Center. We should call yeah, MTS Center. MTS Center. Everyone knows that as MTS Center. So yeah. what else? That's pretty much it, I guess, eh? That's I think that's it. Yeah. So that was episode number 15. 1515. 15. So thanks for uh, tuning in, and uh, <laughs> we'll see you again next week. Do you have anything else to say, Bush? Not at this moment. If so I think of anything else, I'll just post it. On what? What are you going to post it Facebook on? Facebook page. Oh, okay. Well, toodaloo. What else am I going to post it on? MySpace? Um, high five? High five or Bebo? High five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for joining in. And uh, don't forget to tell your friends, your cousins, your aunties, your uncles. All your cousins that uh, mm-hmm. that you like hardly our, ever talk to, like our Facebook page and uh, tune in on our podcast. So thanks for well, the support, like, guys, and like and share away. Yeah, remember to love each other and take care of each other, and uh, we'll see you next week. So peace, peace, later. Peace.